Hey everyone, Pastor Brian here and great to be with you this morning. I know it's a little earlier than what we've normally been doing, but hopefully you are able to jump on with us. In a few minutes, my friend Ed Stetzer is going to come on and Ed's going to join us in just a real quick conversation talking about the topic that he's going to be sharing with us at the conference next week. So, man, the conference is right upon us. We are just a few days away and we are excited all the Lord's going to be doing next week. I think it's going to be a great time. And look, there there he is, the one and only Dr. Ed Stetzer. How are you doing this morning, my friend? Well, I'm doing good, my friends. Good to be here in sunny Southern California with you. Ironically, I'm here the week before the conference, but I am returning the next week so that I can get to be with you on during the, the, the conference. Excited to be there. Good to see you. Yeah. Now, where, if you don't mind me asking, where are you right now? Like yeah, I'm actually in San Diego where there's, I'm speaking to the CEOs of the City Gate Network. So the city missions in every major city in America, you know, the the, you know, the Bowery Mission in New York City, from the City Mission in Buffalo to the Chicago yeah. City Mission, they're gather, yeah. gathering together. And to be honest, we're talking about how to do ministry in a culture that's increasingly hostile to the kind of gospel message that we should yet, you know, I mean, how did, how did City Missions become the bad guys? Well, they have become in some cultural context. We're going to talk about how to engage culture well in these tumultuous times. Yeah, well, that's great. And that leads us right into just our brief conversation here because that it, in a sense i mean that's that's pretty much what your topic's going to be the way of jesus in the midst of our our cultural convulsion so what what do you mean by cultural convulsion i mean everything's yeah. like we're in southern california it's all good what are you talking about <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we, you and I recently uh, had the privilege of talking to David Brooks, and David Brooks wrote an article. He's a new believer, new follower of Jesus, and a, and a New York Times columnist. And he talked about in the an article he wrote in The Atlantic that every 60 years, America seems to go through a cultural convulsion where it questions sources of authority. It questions, you know, the way we even learn or engage with one another. And the last time was the 60s, which the church you pastor was was uh, so significantly impacted by that time. So it's not doesn't necessarily mean the cultural convulsion means that we can't be faithful and fruitful in these times. But right now, we just have to be honest that we're living in a time that, and people think, well, you know, COVID's ending, COVID's almost over. Listen, the cultural convulsion's not over. This is probably the beginning of several years of cultural tumult and difficulty. And I think we, we see that, for example, I mean, think, you know, so many who are watching are pastors and church leaders. And by the way, let me just, I'm, I love Brian Broderson, but like and share, because Brian Broderson, this message, Brian, 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 he doesn't ask people to like and share because he's more godly than I am, but like and share for Brian right now. I'm counting on you so other people can see this, this, this broadcast, but how we spoke about race and how we speak about race and how if you just mention certain things at church, some people are upset, other people are happy. You don't mention certain things, other people are upset, other people are happy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, how do you pray for the government today? Or, you know, think about how divided churches were during COVID. Stunning. I mean, if you wore masks, you were a compromised coward. If you didn't wear masks, you don't care about people's health. And all these things. So, so what happened is, you know, 10 years ago, I would tell pastors, I wrote a book on church revitalization 10 years ago, and I said, listen, if you don't have 5% of your church mad at you, you're not doing anything significant. Let me tell you today, if you don't have 20, 25% of your church mad at you, you're probably just not living in today's world. So I think the cultural convulsion means that I'm going to talk about this. Pastors have to grow reservoirs of resilience 
to walk through this culturally tumultuous time. But I also think there's a possibility for revival because in the midst of the cultural tumult yeah. is, well, you know, 1968 looks a lot like 2021. And I'm going to talk about that in, uh, yeah. in, in our session, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some amazing similarities between now and then culturally. So uh, I'm with you. I'm optimistic, despite all of the craziness. And we, you know, you wrote a book a couple of years ago, Ed, you know, Christians in the Age of Outrage. And, you know, we were kind of, at that point, we were sort of moving into it, sort of inching yep. into it a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the pedal to the metal and man, we yeah. are in the midst of craziness. In the midst of it. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend about, you know, we we posted a year ago, we posted an article on Juneteenth and, you know, it was fine. We posted it. It was no problem. I mean, you know, not not really a whole lot of uh, negative comments at all. We reposted it a couple of days ago and, you know, you would think that we were yeah, calling yeah. Take the mark of the beast. I mean, all of a sudden <laughs> we're uh, horrible, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, she was saying to me, what, what do you think the difference is? I said, well, of course, you know, it, it, it was made now a national holiday, and it's seen by a lot of people to be just another facet of liberalism invading the culture and the church. And, yeah. uh, wow, what a bunch of confusion and, and crazy. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. We get them an hour a week, maybe more. You know, you're, you're a great preacher. Your services go a little longer an hour. Most preachers get an hour. <laughs> and cable news gets them 30 hours a week. And so... They have been hearing all week, Juneteenth is replaced July 4th. It's a repudiation of everything that's great about this country. I published an article by an African-American woman scholar, Dr. Duckworth, and, um, on Juneteenth and the Great Commission. She literally writes about how, how you know, that freed blacks then become, and, you know, talks about sharing the gospel. And everyone's like, well, you know, this is socialist. What? What? What are you talking about? Have you, first, first of all, no one reads articles anymore. But which, which I will tell you anyway, you don't, you don't, you don't want to get me started on, you know, my thoughts on that. But here's what I would say is that people are sorting them. This is it's what I call the great sort. I'm going to talk about this both at your, I'm going to talk about this both at your staff meeting this week. I'm doing the staff training at Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. Yeah. Uh, but also yeah. I'm going to talk about this at the, the Calvary Global Network Conference, International Conference. The great sort is that people are now choosing to align themselves in churches, not based on their theology, but based yeah. on their ideology. They're looking to say, what I'm hearing on cable news all week, I wanted to align with what I hear at church on Sunday. And if it doesn't, because I've been discipled by my cable news, I've been spiritually shaped by my social media, if it doesn't line up, there's something wrong with my church. And the great sort is people are literally, leave. you've had people leave your church, I've had people leave my church, who have left our church because of how we responded to the murder of George Floyd, or whether how we responded to the January 6th riot, or how we responded to COVID. And according to some research we've done, 30% of people, new people coming into a church came because of some of the cultural issues that they didn't like how their last church responded. People hearing the gospel faithfully preached, right? Yeah. So I preached at uh, Saddleback the last week before they went uh, back in person. And I said, how many people are going to have back? And they said, we don't know. I said, why don't you know? Because we prayed for this on, when this happened. And so literally people have been faithfully, you know, and you people got different opinions about different pastors. I get it. But you've been pastored by this person for decades and yeah. then this yeah. was the thing that changed your mind and you left so but that's the great sort and it's not ending and we've here's the thing we've got to make a decision are we going to be people of the word of god yeah or and it's interesting because you know normally we say people are being shaped by the culture we're really talking they're moving away 
from biblical things and becoming more liberal. That, I mean, that's that's typically what I would have said for decades yeah. is that people being shaped by the culture are becoming more liberal. There's yeah. another danger, and people are being shaped by the culture to go against Scripture because they think it's more cons- not conservative enough on some yeah. issues, and Scripture should be our guide. That's the heart of Calvary Chapel. I know that's your heart. That's my heart. Let's make Scripture our guide. And that's when we talk some about the Calvary at the Calvary Global Network Gathering. Yeah, great. Okay. All right. Well, I know you're busy. I don't want to keep you. So thanks for taking a few minutes. You know what? You've got, to tell, you've got to tell them why I'm really here in town. I'm doing the CityGate thing, but I'm also here with my daughter visiting colleges who's convinced she's going to go to school in California. So I'm counting on you being her pastor when she yep. comes out here to California. So <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll take care of her. Thanks, okay. everybody. We'll see you in a couple of days. God bless, buddy. See you Thanks. soon. Bye-bye.